Good afternoon, good morning, good night, good evening, everyone. I am here. It is Saturday. It's time for the High Risk Wrestling Podcast. I am your host. I am the Joker coming in last, shocking the world. It is me, Jeremy Pierce. What's going on? How you doing? Um, Look, I'm tired. I am extremely, extremely tired. It's been a long week, but it's been a fun week because this past Wednesday, AEW's in Philadelphia, and I was at the Dynamite slash Rampage show, and it was a phenomenal show. It was a little lull in the middle, but we'll get to that. Um, I totally forgot what last week's show was about, but today's show will be about the 2021 draft, and what we're going to do is take a look at the draft, the rosters, even at some past drafts, the original um, why we have what we have, but first things first, you know what's next. Just go on and hit my music. It's been a slow yet um, eventful week, if I must say so myself, when it comes to uh, wrestling this week in the news. So let's just see what we got. Let's just see, see what we got, ladies. And Jaren's first things first, Impact Wrestling really, really wants Bray Wyatt. Um, We don't know where he's going to land. Now, me personally... I actually want him in Impact. I know everybody else wants him in AEW to be the leader of the Dark Order, which is great and all, but I feel like he would actually be more successful in Impact with the fact that the shit that he does, Impact loves. They love the weird, they love the crazy and the wacky, and he can just let his creative flag fly. So I'm hoping he lands in AEW. I'm sorry, Impact. Um, the draft is over with. That's what we'll be talking about today. But once again, the new day were split up, and nobody liked this. Um, we thought when Biggie got moved to Raw, they would keep the new day together, and apparently, they they believe that him being with the new day while he's champion, it will hold him back. It will hold him back. They will hold him back, which doesn't make any fucking sense because he only got where he is at this point by being with the New Day. Now, mind you, when Kofi was champion, they did not break up the New Day. They were there to support him. Who is running this show? Shit doesn't make sense. Rhea says that she would definitely, definitely, definitely like to face um, Shayna and uh, uh, Sonya Deville as a tag team. I mean, it's a little cliche to put two fighters together, but I think they would be great together. But right now, we're going to enjoy this fucking Sonya Deville run. I'm sorry, Shane Baszler run. It has been announced that NXT UK will be getting fans back starting next Thursday, October 14th. NXT UK will be back with fans, and it'll be main evented by Ilya Dragunov defending his NXT UK championship against A-Kid. Good time to um, good time to bring the fans back. Jeff Hardy has hinted that he will be bringing in something 
an alter ego and immediately we all thought of willow willow has never shown up in the wwe and if you haven't seen willow go check it out um an impact it's weird uh it's very 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 fucking weird uh cory graves got cory graves got dragged this week for uh pretty much burying dana brooke on commentary uh let me let me read let me read what he said so she's coming out to the ring she's got a match versus uh got a match versus Shayna baszler and i don't have what he said but he completely no listen he wasn't he was speaking some truth but dana brooke is another woman that's been underutilized you know a lot on this company she's one of the hardest workers uh and dana responded with with some words as well and uh it just felt odd right <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know man i don't know i don't even really like gory graves um raw ratings went up this is pretty much due to the draft but they're still not where they need to be uh what, what were the raw ratings for this past week 1.8 million viewers um 680k and the 18 to 49 with a 0.52 rating so that's not bad. Uh, AEW has introduced the TBS Championship. Um, it is the women's equivalent of the TNT Championship. As you know, AEW will be moving to TBS in January. So they'll be holding a tournament to uh, crown the first champion with the finals being on that uh, Dynamite episode when they move to TBS. Hopefully, the woman will get the main event spot and the title looks just like the TNT title except it just says TBS uh, it looks better than the women's championship the women's championship looks like trash it's horrible uh, who do I want to win the TBS championship I am going to go with <sighs> I want Chris Statlander to win it but I feel like it's going to go to Jade that's just me that's just me uh, AEW is consistently beating Raw in one very, very specific key demographic, and that is the 18 to 49, the men. Um, they're be they're beating them every single week in this, in this demographic right now. Something's got to work. If you don't know, there was a Twitch hack. Um, this is part one, and part of the hack had the payouts of all the top streamers. And as you know, there's a lot of wrestlers on um, Twitch. And here are their payouts for the year. Page 470,000, Zelina 341, Adam Cole 318, Impact Wrestling 69, Tyler Breeze 43, Evil Uno 35, Coca Banna 32, and a shocker is Xavier Woods at 25. Now, the reason I say Xavier is a shocker is because he's probably the biggest out of all of them when it comes to like the gaming and all of that, but. Remember, he's on YouTube as well, and he gets a lot more money on YouTube. When it comes to Johnny Gargano, uh, his NXT contract contract is ticking down. His contract is up in January. He's removed the WWE NXT from his Twitter profile, and he has not re-signed a new contract yet. So we are um, keeping a close, close eye on what happens. Um, Candice LeRae's contract runs out just a little bit after Gargano's as well now they might freeze her deal because she's pregnant which i expect them to do so she could be stuck in the company 
um, for a minute while Johnny is out doing his thing. The WWE, they blocked a pro wrestling company from Fox's streaming service. So Fox's streaming service is Tubi. Everybody's got one. NBC has Peacock. CBS has Paramount Plus. And ABC, they're probably on Disney Plus, I believe. CW has their own as well. So uh, WWE, they have deals with Fox and NBC Universal. They are two competing networks on broadcast television. And Fox is less thrilled about Peacock getting so much promotion during a WWE program, whereas Fox doesn't get that. Um, and a certain WWE stated that Fox wanted the program, so they had to bid money that Peacock did. Now, Fox owns a streaming platform, Tubi, and this becomes a, a bit of a controversy because the WWE stopped MLW from being put on Tubi. Wow. Um, Fox declined to comment, declined to comment as well as MLW, but this is kind of some bullshit. And then in more bullshit, Peacock blocked Fox from sharing SummerSlam footage. That's bananas. That's crazy. And in the biggest, biggest news of the week, AJ Lee is returning to pro wrestling. All right. She's returning to WOW, the woman of wrestling. Um, her name is attached. She won't be wrestling. We'll see what kind of role she has. I feel like a producer, maybe an on-screen GM, but but she will be featured on uh, WOW. And once this news came out, more companies started being interested in AJ Lee. Um, she's getting calls. She's getting feelers. And going at WWE or AEW would take up a lot of her time. Um, but Will's... Right now, she's with WOW. And she tells Izzy that she could technically wrestle again just just never say never um yeah also joining her in wow will be one tessa blanchard uh as you know she is uh an enigma wrapped in a conundrum when it comes to the pro wrestling world because she's currently considered nuclear she turned that into a new shirt. And AEW and WWE don't want her. That says a lot. So right now, she's in WOW. But that's the news. And we'll be right back. So Raw and SmackDown are pretty much in a holding pattern because of the draft. The rosters won't take effect until after Crown Jewel. But let's just get to our week in review. Um, there's not much to discuss what happened on Raw. So, skipping it. I mean, I didn't, we had our main event. You know, something did, something did happen. We might be getting Dewdrop versus Shayna Baszler but guess the fuck what they split them up on different brands I'm sorry 
Piper Nevin. I told myself I was never gonna say do drop. Let's just move over to NXT. And right now, 2.0, they're in this, they're doing this thing where we're just gonna throw shit at the wall and see what happens. Um, so a quick rundown of NXT. Mandy Rose beat Ember Moon. And it looks like Ember Moon is now in that Dolph Ziggler role. The gatekeeper veteran to make people look good. But here's the thing. Mandy, Mandy Rose has already been on the main roster in NXT. So why? Ember, <laughs> how the mighty have fallen when it comes to Ember Moon. Like this is... So this is this is a wow. This is like this is a revelation. Um, L.A. Knight beat Odyssey Jones after some interference from Andre Chase. Joe Gacy beat Ike Minjiro. Um, he was then stared down by Parker Bardot. And uh, this Joe Gacy thing is actually kind of working. Just just lean all the way in. Uh, Cora J versus Virginia Perry turned into Cora J versus Frankie Monet after Frankie um, attacked Virginia Perry and Frankie Monet still lost. So can we just call up Frankie? Actually, I, 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 I yeah, yeah. I, I knew this was going to happen when. Taya joined the WWE. I knew this was going to happen. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Um, Pete Dunne Pete beat Cameron Grimes. Um, Andy Hartwell beat Mae Ying. So we're done with Tian Shao, right? Because Xylee has been caught up to SmackDown. Boa looks weak, and Mae Ying just lost. Like, couldn't Indy fight someone else besides Mei Ying? Also, where's Persia? Her supposed tag team partner and best friend. Um, Raquel was almost about to be attacked by Toxic Attraction until Zoe and Io made the save. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not looking forward to Raquel versus Mandy Rose. I'm not like I'm not even close to looking forward to this match. The the women's division has suffered since Raquel Gonzalez has become champion. It is what it is. And in our main event, MSK retained their tag team titles in a fatal four-way elimination match over Josh Briggs and Brooke Jackson, Brooks Jensen, the Grizzly Young Veterans, and Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Uh, Carmelo still has that contract and Imperium attacked MSK afterwards so we're just going in fucking circles but we have some teams we got one, we got five, we got five teams? I'm sure we're going to get at least one more team. Oh, we, and we still got the diamond line, so that's at least six teams. This is a solid division. Uh, much like Royal NXT gets a fist shows of, of no consequences. Dynamite ooh, which I was at gets two thumbs up the middle suffered but the opening match the closing match and the uh, Sheeta deep match saved the show so our opening match was the elite taking on jungle boy brian danielson and luchasaurus and christian cage uh christian got murdered he took an indie taker on the outside uh and the elite one which i was very very shocked with but 
everybody can suffer wins and losses in AEW, with the exception of Cody Rose. You know how I feel about that. Sammy Guevara retained the championship, his uh, TNT title, over Bobby Fish, who is now All Elite. Uh, they introduced the TBS Championship, which we already went over. Darby Allen beat Philly's own Nick Camarado. Dante Martin calls out the AEW roster, Sean, saying that yo he has been um, just showing himself out, right, having himself a, a year, a month, whatever. And Malachi Black accepted his challenge. Later on in the evening, it looks like uh, it looks like Dante and um, Matt Tidal will be working with Leo Rush. Okay. Darby got murdered backstage by some masked men. These oddly shaped uh, Sean Spears, FTR, Warlow, and MJF shaped masked men. I'm going to leave it at that. Sheeta, going for her 50th win, lost to Serena Deeb. She actually tapped out too. And this was a very good match. This was the best bell to bell match. It was just two women being allowed to just wrestle. And it was great. And it was probably my favorite match of the week. Um, Hangman Page returned to the casino ladder match. And he won. He earned himself a world title shot. And this is the per this was the perfect way to bring back Hangman Page. He got the ovation that he needed. Um, the match featured Hangman, Matt Hardy, Orange Cassidy, Lance Archer, John Moxley, Pac, and Andrade. Um, upper mid Carters and main eventers. Any, any of these men are perfectly fine receiving world title shots. And I was all here for it. It was a brutal match. It was good enough. Did his job. And we're moving ahead with Hangman versus Kenny. And then when Hangman wins, we can transition to Kenny versus Dan Brian Danson. Uh, Dynamite gets two thumbs up just because I was there and the crowd was hot. Over on SmackDown, once again, we're in a holding pattern. But we also had the King of the Ring and the Queen's Crown Tournament begin. The men fared much better than the woman um so the show opened up with the contract signing of bianca sasha and becky they were all in the three separate parts of the uh ring and long story short it ends with a brawl and bianca standing tall as sasha was laid out on the table and she gave becky a kod through the table through sasha uh, so building bianca back back up which is great uh, in the opening match for the King of the Ring on the SmackDown side, Sami Zayn beat Rey Mysterio. Dom chose not to go with his father to the ring and then showed up later, and Rey got a taste of his own medicine. So, at some point, can we just break them up and get this over with? Uh, on the other side of, of the men's record for SmackDown, Finn Balor beat Cesaro to advance in a very, very, very good match. Uh, the women fared much worse. As the men got time to wrestle, Zelina beat Tony Storm and Carmella beat Liv Morgan. Both matches went no more than two minutes, which uh, sucked. And the second round for the SmackDown side will be Zelina Vega versus Carmella. Okay. And Tony Storm's getting absolutely wasted. And I knew, I knew, I knew this was what happened when she would get caught when she got called up. Like her call up was inevitable, but I knew this would happen because. WWE is going WWE. Um, we had the Bloodline and Paul Heyman, and you know this is just great, great stuff. 
And Roman told Paul to talk to Brock and tell him what would go down. And Paul's a master at this shit, dog. Like, there's nothing more to. There's really nothing more to say about it. It's a great segment. Um, Naomi wanted to know why she wasn't in the Queen's Crown tournament. She tried to get Adam Pearson traded back to Raw, and Sonya was like, "Nah, you're gonna get a match. You're gonna get a match against me." So next week, Naomi will be taking on Sonya Deville. Do I think the match will actually happen? No, because you just don't throw this shit out there. This is Sonya's first match back in over a year. You save this shit for a pay-per-view. And Naomi's got to win, right? Um, Edge and Seth closed the show. And they will be having themselves a Hell in a Cell match. Probably at Crown Jewel. But this is also one of the best storylines in the WWE going right now. I would say the two best storylines in the WWE right now are probably Roman, Paul, and the Bloodline. And Edge and Seth. There's nothing else that really matches that level smackdown gets a fist because once again we're still in a holding pattern our matches of the week we got the elite versus jungle boy brian danielson luchasaurus and christian cage Hikaru shida versus serena deep the casino ladder match john moxley Pac, andrade orange cassidy matt hardy lance archer hangman page finn balor versus cesaro and cm punk versus daniel garcia our star of the week is Serena Deep. Yes, it is Serena Deep for making Sheeta tap and losing so she can't get her 50th win. And I'm hoping they follow up with this shit next Saturday on Dynamite. Give Sheeta a storyline. Alright. <laughs> we'll be back with our uh top story. The WWE Draft um, just happened this past week, and uh, yeah, it's been kind of become become an annual thing. Personally, I think the draft should happen every two years um, instead of every year. And there was a short minute where there was. Um, we went back to the same rosters, but uh, ooh, excuse me. We have the draft, and let's just go over. So back in 02, we had the inaugural draft, and this really happened because of WWE buying WCW and ECW. They had this giant, giant roster, and they had two shows: they had Raw, SmackDown. It just made sense. So, they were going to be split into two brands, Raw and SmackDown. And at, at the time, only the Women's Champion and the Undisputed Champion were ineligible to be drafted. As they were going to be defended on both brands that soon hereafter changed in a couple years. And there you have it. So... When this, when this draft happened, Raw was on TNN, Spike TV, Paramount, whatever. It is now is going through many, many changes. Um, this was a weird time, right? So the first draft we went back, we go back to 
2. 02 was the first draft. And, uh. <laughs> like, it was a great idea on paper. And I think it still is a great idea. But let's just. Let's just go through. And, I'm, and I remember this. I remember this so, so, ever so clearly. Uh. SmackDown drafted. So we're just going to go Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown. So keep up. And I want you to listen to these motherfucking names, okay? The number one pick in the draft was The Rock. And then the number one pick for Raw was The Undertaker. All right? So then we had Kurt, the NWO, <laughs> Kevin Ash, Xbox, and Scott Hall. Benoit, Kane, Hulk Hogan, RVD, who was the IC champion at the time, making that title exclusive to Raw. Billy and Chuck, they were the tag team champions, making the titles exclusive to SmackDown. Um, Rico, their manager, went along with them in the draft. Booker T, Edge, Big Show, Rikishi, Bubba Ray Dudley, Devon Dudley. The Dudley boards were split up in this draft. So this is the first really thing that we got, right? Brock Lesnar was drafted at number 16. Brock Lesnar was drafted at number 16. Wow. Um, Paul Heyman went with him. Mark Henry, William Regal, who was the European champion. So that title became exclusive to Raw. Maven, who was the hardcore champion, who and that title was exclusive, became exclusive to Smackdown. However, Raven defeated Maven for the championship prior to the brand split, making the taking the title to Raw with him. Leader to Raw, Billy Kidman, Bradshaw to Jerry, who was the Cruiserweight champion, making that title to exclusive to SmackDown. Stevie Richards, Chris Jericho, Matt Hardy, Ivory, Raven, Albert, Jeff Hardy, The Hurricane, Mr. Perfect, Al Snow, Spike Dudley, Lance Storm, D'Lo Brown, DDP, Sean Stasiak, Tori Wilson, Terry. Scotty Tuhati, Jacqueline, Stacey Keeler, Goldust, Christian, Trish Stratus, Tess, Just Incredible, Farouk, Big Boss Man, Taz, Tommy Dreamer, Harker Holly, Crash Holly, Val Venus, Mighty Molly, Perry Saturn. Undrafted went Triple H, Jazz, Chris Jericho, Stephanie McMahon, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And then they signed with their respective drafts. So that's what we got. And. <laughs> it's so funny. Most most of these names are retired. Um, Taker recently retired. Same thing with Kurt Angle, but there was a, that was a time, and we these were names, these were stars, and it's just like you got to see how 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 far like people have grown because Brock Lesnar was drafted at number sixteen. Um. Lita at 20, Jericho at 25, Matt Hardy at 26, DDP at 37, who was highly, highly underutilized in the WWE, Trish Stratus, 46. So we knew who the names were. We knew who the stars were. And every year we have a draft. Every year. You know, at one time, then it was called the Superstar Shakeup, but now we have this draft. 
the 2021 draft and they broke it down by rounds um so let's just run through this right so first things first is superstars found out what brand they would be drafted to through social media Vince McMahon and the WWE didn't even have the common courtesy to let these people know which show they were going to be on. Where they were going to be traveling. Like, okay. And in the, in the defense somebody wants to give them is that the moves don't take effect for several weeks, so... It's not as if they were traveling to a show at the last minute, which I get, but common courtesy, common fucking courtesy. If I do say so, my motherfucking self. So I'm not going to run down who drafted who, um, but I'm just going to go over the roster. So let's start with Monday Night Raw. And what we're going to do here is we're going to go through the good, the bad, and the ugly, and then what to expect. So from Raw, their roster consists of AJ Styles, Akira Tozawa, Alexa Bliss, Angelo Dawkins, Apollo Crews, Austin Theory, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Big E, Bobby Lashley, Carmella, Cedric Alexander, Chad Gable, Commander Aziz, Damian Priest, Dana Brooke, Dolph Ziggler, Dominic Mysterio, Piper Nevin, Drake Maverick, Edge, Finn Balor, Gable Steveson, Jackson Riker, John Morrison, Karrion Cross, Keith Lee, Kevin Owens, Liv Morgan, Mia Yim, Montez Ford, MVP, Nia Jax, Nikki Cross, Omas, Otis, R-Truth, Randy Orton, Reggie, Rey Mysterio, Rhea Ripley, Riddle, Robert Roode, Seth Rollins, Shelton Benjamin, T-Bar, Tamina, Tegan Knox, The Miz, Veer, Zelina Vega. So, the good from Monday Night Raw. Biggie, AJ Styles, Ray, Randy, Becky, Bianca. That's, that's the good we have. You have names and Seth Rollins and Edge. You have names. That will help keep people invested and involved. I'm here for this. I'm, I am completely, completely here for this. The bad. Um... When it comes to the bat for the roster, it doesn't seem a, a, appealing because obviously some people stayed on 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 the same on the brand like Cedric and, and Lashley and um, Randy and AJ, but we're just rehashing matches because we have Seth, Randy, and AJ all on the same brand. We've seen these matches. So the question is, how do you make it intriguing and exciting? I don't know how they can do that. So 
that's the bad and the ugly well veer will probably be fired i'm just saying that you took him from gender and shanky he's probably going to get fired and if y'all don't know which one is veer veer is the one that wears the wife beater he's probably going to get fired by the time wrestlemania rolls around there will be nothing for him to do nothing 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 um there's no women's tag team division anymore since they broke up Tegan and Shotzi, who never got their title shot, they broke up Tamina and Natalia. Shayna and Nia are now broken up. And you wanted to do tease us with Piper Nevin and Shayna, they're on separate brands. And not only that, you pretty much switched all of the women. So Carmella and Liv. And Zelina all just go from SmackDown to Raw. We've seen these matches. I'll go back to some of the good though. T-Bar, I'm hoping he goes back to being Dominic Dijakovic. I am really praying and hoping he goes back to that name. And he can just be himself. Um, where, are our, where are our world title contenders? We got Big E. We got Lashley. We got Finn. I guess Randy, AJ, Seth. That's your main event scene. But will they... Will they elevate someone? Will they elevate John Morrison? Will they elevate The Miz again? Will, will Ray get another world title opportunity? We don't know. I'm iffy about this division then there's then there's their women's division on raw right so right now becky's the smackdown women's champion and charlotte is the raw women's champion but she's on smackdown becky's on raw but becky's also defending the championship against uh bianca and sasha so this is this is clearly telegraphed for this is weird because they <laughs> Because last year with the draft, they just they just had the New Day and the Street Profits swap championships. That's it. So you could just have Charlotte and Becky swap titles. The logical thing is to have Becky lose to Sasha, but then that leaves the Raw Women's title with Charlotte over on Raw over on SmackDown. So I want to see what they're going to do with the women's division on um raw this is really really weird this is a weird weird position also i want to take a look i wanted to look at something before i go over and smack okay they have to have four rows smack them has three okay that's all i want to say um over on smackdown my show the show that i grew up with uh let's see who smackdown has so they have Aaliyah being called up from NXT. Huh. Uh, Ashanti the Adonis. All of Hit Row. Show Ashanti the Adonis. Um, Isaiah Swerve Scott. B-Fab and Top Dollar. Cesaro, Charlotte, Drew Gulak. Hopefully he can go back to his Philadelphia stretcher roots. Drew McIntyre, Eric and Ivar, the, uh, the Viking Raiders, Happy Corbin, Humberto Carrillo, Ivar, 
Jeff Hardy, Jimmy and Jay, Gender, King Nakamura, Kofi, Mace, Mad Cat Moss, Mansoura, Mustafa Ali, Naomi, Natalia, Rick Boogs, Ricochet, Rich Holland called up from NXT, Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, Sasha Banks, Shanky, Shayna Baszler, Sheamus, Shotzi Blackheart, Tony Storm, Top Dollar, Xavier Woods, Zia Lee. So, the good on Monday Night Raw. I'm sorry, on SmackDown. The good on SmackDown, they have names on top of names on top of names. People that you know, that you have heard of, that will get you to tune in. Roman, Sasha, Charlotte, Drew McIntyre, Naomi, um, Sheamus, Nakamura, The New Day. Right? So that's great. Also, just comparing the tag team divisions, over on Raw, they have AJ and Omos, the Street Profits, Apollo Crews or Commander Aziz, um, the Hurt Business, Alpha Academy makes five. I'm not counting Ray and Dom because they're definitely about to split up. Um, Morris and Miz are splits. Uh, RK Bro, that's six. So they have six teams in in Raw. SmackDown, Andrew Garza and uh, Humberto Carrillo, Hit Row, the Viking Raiders, Corbin and Moss. The Usos, Gender and Shanky, Mansoor and Mustafa Ali, Nakamura and Boogs. So they have eight. SmackDown has a better tag team division. So that's also part of the good. And as much as I didn't want them to be called up, Hit Row. Hit Row has been called up. Hit Row. Um. I'm hoping for big, big things for them. The bad, I gotta deal with Charlotte Flair every week. And as much as I'm a fan of him, Ricochet got moved over to SmackDown. Are they really gonna do anything with Ricochet? Kofi's back on SmackDown. What is he gonna do? I mean, I'm kinda tired of the new day going for the tag team titles. Make Xavier king of the ring. And I need Roman, I'm sorry, I need Kofi to be elevated once again. Now, here's the funny thing. Their main event talent on SmackDown is pretty solid because I have the feeling that they're going to elevate Rich Holland. I mean, I would like to see Swerve elevated. I don't think it's going to happen. But now you have, you got Corbin, Jeff, Nakamura makes three, Kofi is four. Roman is five. Sheamus is six. So the main event scene is like solid, but it's nothing great unless somebody gets elevated. And it'll probably end up being Ridge Holland. As for the women's division, there is no tag team division. There are no tag teams on SmackDown. None. So it might be time to just get rid of these women's tag team titles. Because there are no teams. They broke up all of the teams. But the women's division of Aaliyah, I'm not counting B-Fed because she still needs a lot of work in the ring. But Aaliyah, 
Charlotte, uh, Naomi, Natalia, Sasha, Shayna, Shotzi Blackheart, Tony Storm, Zia Lee. I like that. And you know Zia's going to get a quick little push now that she's been called up. So, there's good there. We went over the bat and the ugly. The ugly is they have a lot of really good talent that's probably going to get wasted like Ricochet again. And I fear what's going to happen with the New Day. I'm fearing what's going to happen with Naomi. I'm fearing what they're going to do with Shayna. Now, if they can give me Shayna and Zaya, Shayna and Sasha, so on and so forth. All right. And I'll give them credit. There are some very, very intriguing women's matchups on the SmackDown roster that I will be very, very happy to see. Also part of the bad, Tony Storm is getting absolutely wasted, mistreated, and misused. And we saw what happened this past Friday night on SmackDown. I what did I say earlier? I knew this was gonna happen when Tony got called up. I knew, knew it. I knew it. I knew this was gonna happen. And it was exactly I knew this was gonna fucking happen. Our free agents are Where are our free agents. Brock, Oscar, she's out due to injury. Bailey, who's out due to injury. Elias, which I was shocked that he didn't get drafted. More so, I was shocked that even Marie didn't get drafted. Lacey Evans, who's out on maternity leave. The Lucha House Party, Maurice, Slapjack, Titus O'Neil. Um, yeah, Brock can go anywhere he's wants. Uh, I feel like Oscar will probably end up staying on Raw. Bailey will probably end up on SmackDown because I don't think they want to have three of the four horsewomen on. On SmackDown, uh, Elias is just in the wind, in the weeds. I have no idea why even Marie wasn't drafted. Maybe they're just playing up to the injury angle. Uh, same thing with the Lucha House Party, but, I, but I've heard that they aren't happy with the company right now. Uh, Slapjack, Titus O'Neil disappears, whatever. Kind of slightly irrelevant. But those are your rosters. So what do we expect? I, I literally expect much of the same. I expect nothing to change. I expect Roman to be dominant. I expect Vicky to look good. I expect there to be nothing when it comes to the women's tag team division. Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. I expect the one-on-one women's division to look just fine. I, I truly do. But when it comes to tag team and tag team wrestling, men and women's, I expect nothing. I expect nothing great. I expect nothing exciting. I expect nothing intriguing. The what I would like to see is somebody elevated, and you know because Rich Holland got called up, he's getting elevated. But I want to see Ricochet get elevated, man. I want to see Ricochet get a push, get something. You know what I mean? And stop having the draft every year. If you could come up with good storylines, you could have a draft every two years and really shake up the roster. Let me draft. How about that? But that's our show. Thank you all for uh, coming, listening, hearing me rant. I'm still tired, but I had to get through it. That is our show. And, um... 
Yeah, thank you for listening. I love wrestling. This was such a great... This was such a great fucking week. For me and for wrestling. Um, I'm so happy. I really, really am. I'm like extremely happy. Maybe I can get some sleep. Uh, check me out on Instagram. Charismatic underscore creations 52. Check out the Tumblr. Charismaticcreations.tumblr.com I think there's a 52 in here um, Next week we'll be taking a look at the Crown Jewel preview Go over WWE, you know, Saudi blood money This is one of the few times where the card Actually looks good um, But we, And I'm more, I'm more interested to see what's going to happen with the women's championship matches But here we are we got the draft so also today's show is supposed to be um we're supposed to look back at the first WWE draft so the 1023 show i don't know what the fuck that show is going to be i will come up with something because i know what the 1030 show is going to be but the 1023 show we gotta figure that out if y'all got any suggestions any ideas let a nigga know <laughs> But uh, I'm your host. I'm your boy, Jeremy Pierce. Once again, thank you for listening. And um, Gigi, Gigi Dolan, baby girl, boo boo. Mm, 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 mm. Holla at you, boy. Peace.